Benton because when I am the president of the Go Wild Free organization, and I lovely to present to you my community space on Go Wanted Podcast Media. So, if you are very interested in hearing about sports, IT, and entertainment, let's hear these words. Ladies and gentlemen, Cause let me feel the world that make me feel yes. All right, guys. My name is Ben Yuko here. I'm Zo- I'm the president of the Zoe the organization here. Welcome to the podcast media outrage on Zoe Wanty podcast media. I am so glad to be with you. I'm so glad to have some time with you and have some moments to cover some of so many things going on right now. Now. Let's 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 start with my let me start with my birthday. I had a great birthday. I had a great time on Saturday. Playing some music here. I want to say thank you to everybody. Thanks for the birthday wishes. Thanks for everything you guys do. Thanks for the, the community, real people in the community having strong ethical background, having it so well now. Establishing the media podcast media, establishing my new skills in IT. I'm learning how to do websites now. And that actually has kept a lot of that going. A new um, PC maintenance work. So very soon, I, I would like to try to get my hands on the website building. And try to assist wherever people's websites are going to be, need to be done. And that's one of my goals uh, I really want to get done this year. Is finishing up learning more about... HTML5, learn about CSS, that's actually a lot good on me to be actually good about having that passion of a good, a good, possible, possible, good, good thing to, to be, so, so that's that's so much I wanted to say about that. So, oh man. 
lot, lot of things, a lot of things haven't happened, so, 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 I'm gonna, so, what can I begin with today, let's, um, I wanna really, let's kick this thing off, okay, I really want to uh, spend a lot of time on Meek Mill a little bit and what was going on between him and Takashi 69. Now I'm gonna play the video. I'm gonna play the video of, of Meek Mill and the whole Takashi 69. Okay. All right. So, my goal is, I'm going to start with playing this a little, I'm going to play this whole, so we're going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the, the the video here, uh, I'm going to play the whole, I'm going to play the video, yeah, so we're going to, so let's, let's see what's going on here, because this is pretty sickening to watch Meek Mill do this kind of bullshit uh, once again. And you know, you have to you have to be so weak and so weak-minded to actually have so so that's why you will, will kind of need to take this of a grain of salt. Let's let's listen. That's the Mossad agent, if you're listening to him. Takashi 69. It's very interesting that Takashi's up here trying to act so tough up here. I, I, I really, really see how they do it. Now, I want to watch the, the, the uh, after the video. So, this may be an interesting audio. So, let's, let's, get, let's, get to, let's, let's see what he does, Meek Mel does up here. Look at that coon. Alright, let me just let me say this. 
Mel, you should be, you did the right thing, but still, it's still problematic. Because you gotta understand that you are kind of doing, uh, you're hanging out with um, people at Clubhouse telling them that you have connections to the Philadelphia um, governor. And oh, I got I got all my connections to, to him. Yeah. So what's the connections about? Why? Why is this a? Why you assume that this is okay? It seems that Meek Mill just wants to go up here and act so tough. You don't. Even, you won't even go up. And again, and once again, it shows you how New York is just. Too soft. They ain't get no hand on. Nobody puts no hand on Takachi. No hand on Takachi. Just he just he just goes around, roams around, roams around, and he there's nothing. No one's licking a damn finger on him. So let's let's get this to the to the fact of the matter is, why is anybody saying hey? Why y'all protecting this dude? Well, you know, I know why they protect him. Because he's a damn cop. He's a cop. And that all that security is getting paid by the industry. Just to screw you over. So now, now you're looking at, now Miguel is looking stupid. And again, Miguel is wearing, when you look at, when you look at the picture here, Miguel is wearing, He's wearing that little nice Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> he's just gonna, he's just looking. He might look nice for a party, but he wasn't, he wasn't meant to go out there and fight. Cause he, cause Meek Mill's not that tough. He ain't, he ain't tough at all, folks. So yeah, you, you just gotta understand. He's just, he's just too messy. He's just too dumb. And I and just saw the video of him, so it's just no no use of him. So he's not he's not used to nothing, 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 nothing. Well, let's get in let's get into uh, detail here. Most people have to understand that there is no way you let you let that dirty ass clown Takashi be running around. And having free and free, free things in his life, going around with this girl. You guys should be dealing with this. I, I thought Meek will go get his dudes and say, "Hey, you're, you're protecting a child predator. That, that's a, that's a predator. That's a predator. That's a that's a predator. That's a damn predator. That's a predator. And a child rapist at best. We have this." We have this. We have this child rapist running around. It's funny. Everybody wants to see that. Um, Miguel wanted. He wanted to do this on the loan. Hey, you guys gotta understand this. Understand that Takashi Six Nine is talking about stuff. When you read these things, this is from his from his Instagram. It says, "Stop letting these rappers lie to you." 
They tough for security. Meek Mill run around with the police. Well, no, Takashi, you're the police. You, you got your own security. You got, you're the police. How you keep moving around? So you know why? Because Robert Manuel, um, the Manuel family is funding your ass. Basically, what you have there, guys. Let's again is a Mossad agent. You gotta love the Mossad. Anything <sighs> you need to know about him. So Takashi's having a little hard time. How how is how is this how is this snitch still running around here? He's locking up black men and putting them in jail. Ain't that ain't that amazing? So someone needs to explain this to me. This I, I want you to think about this in this question. If Takashi's so tough. How is he able to move very easy without being shot? Because most of the time, if you do, if you were doing all this tough thing, people would lay will lay a gun in, in in your fucking head, in your freaking head. But so it seems how Takashi's like running around. He's acting so tough, and it seems that oh, well, no one's gonna touch me. Yeah, because. Everyone on your on your ass. So that's so much I have to say about that. So now we got here Wendy Williams fans. Signed Kevin Hunter for making a relationship Instagram official. Fans of Wendy Williams were not happy to send it when ex-Hunter Kevin Hunter used Valentine to make his new relationship official. Hunter posted a photo to Instagram and Shira Hudson holding hands. The relationship between Hudson and Hudson is one of the beginning. While while Williams and Hunter are still married, Hunter is welcoming a new with Hudson before he and... Williams ever divorce. So it's like it, it seems like it is like it also said the Instagram follow with celebrity is currently has more comments than likes. It's catch a queen slim back again. Celebrate your queen, elevate your king, enjoy. Fans have a lot to say about the what comedy Comment was she about inevitable future in the infidelity. Yeah, I I I would really wouldn't want to read any really really. Uh, uh you know I, I'm not gonna read anymore. I'm I'm gonna tell you why I'm not gonna read anymore. It seems that Wendy Williams. It seems that there's a group of people in our society who like who like to talk about someone's personal relationship and talk about another black man's relationship whatsoever. It's really not my business. If you really wanted to be fair, how about you go to John Weaver, who's at the Lincoln Front, who's still married, or John Cowan? Did you tell them to go break up? Um, tell. Um, to break up with them after all the stuff that came out about them 
while John Weaver solidifying and having male um, boy prostitutes for jobs at the Lincoln Project, like a Barney, like a, sm a small version of a of a Barney Frank cowboy ring. Oh, oh, we're not supposed to talk about that, right? Full of shit, full of shit, full of shit. I don't, and I don't, I don't get it. Why do you all keep giving Wendy Williams any room to talk about any relationship, any per anybody's personal life when she has not only a fucked up relationship, a fucked up mindset, and two weeks ago when I did a podcast on Wendy Williams, on Wendy Williams, Method Man's, Method Man's wife said that this woman likes misery, and she does. Wendy Williams is so miserable. She talked about R. Kelly. She talked about Chris Brown. She told another a woman, a, a, a man, how tell a man, uh, a female, how to trick another man to be pregnant. Is that someone like that you want? You, is that someone you like? You like someone like that? You like some idiot like her? Really? Y'all y'all be liking these these fucking snakes and liking people who have nothing in common and they don't even respect you. That's right. Respect you. Ain't that ain't that amazing? The people are having advice and talking about Wendy Williams and and trying to say how 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 bad her relationship with with Kevin Hunter. If he's happy, he's happy. I don't get involved. I mind my own personal business, ma'am, and I move on. So I like I said, Wendy Williams is no no fan of real. Substance. She just loves making people so damn miserable. Just make them miserable, make them full of shit, make them full of crap, and that's what Wendy Williams likes. She likes fuckery. She likes bullshit. She likes drama, and she and they know it, and they know. Me. Wendy Williams is a fucking miserable bitch. That's all you get out of her. That's all you get out of her. All you get is absolute crap. No, no fucking, no fucking boundaries for herself. Not one, not, not freaking one, not one boundary of, of some fucking self-respect. No way. No fucking way. No way in hell. No way, no, no, no way in hell. No way in hell that was allowed. At all. So, I hope everyone understands that. Okay. So we got some. Do we have some other? We gotta, we gotta check out some other 
other news right now, trying to keep everybody in full contention on see let's just take a look at what I can call so oh we got one right here so we got so we got one right here alright you got hold on Give me a second here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Got one right here. Not next subject. B um, Biggie's new notorious. I got a story to tell. The notorious B.I.G. is considered one of the greatest rappers of all time. Yet there never been an estimate approved document re released until now. I got a story to tell. Is packed with early footage of the rapper who was killed at 24 years old in 1997. According to a press release, Biggie's former man and current estimate Wayne Bro. Is also the executive producer of the doc. Mama Wallace and I had a conversation about creating the first estate sanctioned about Biggie's life and into through what has had the story told from a perspective of his fans globally and how they were inspired by him and his music. So. So the the whole thing is gonna come out on March first. You can watch the trial for yourself. So I think this would be great. Now his his mom talk to them and have a, have a proper documentary told and tell the real story. And I think it's having it from her the mama's perspective is preferred to be better because then you will actually understand what we're getting out of. We're getting out of of this, so that's so. So we got a new announcement. We got a new announcement for us. It's D'Angelo is coming up on here. So I'll give I'll give that another that announcement will come in our full hand together. So I'm gonna announce it to you now. And it's been a, we don't know yet what the who is it gonna be. Alright, D'Angelo is scheduled for the next versus battle. Get ready for D'Angelo is up for the versus battle. The event will take place at the Apollo Theater on February twenty seventh. However, it is not known. Who he would battle against is just titled D'Angelo versus Ray. A statement on the Instagram from the versus page read, Who thinks is going to pull and take on the king on February 27th should be a legendary night. He's a, and he's a very good singer cause he, because he has, he has mindset like connections back to a lot of your 80s artists. In your sixties artists, like the days of the Mar like the days of the Marvin Gaye's from the article, which is true. You know, your James Brown. They have all that inspiration. Sam Cooke, all that inspiration, and that's what I'm gonna now read from here the article here right now. 
The singer songwriter is one of all the influential musicians to come up in the 90s. And as Eric compares it to such a musical genius as Prince, Marvin Gaye, Bourne, Eugene Archer, and Richard Virginia, he played piano at three years old and honored his skill on the organ at his father Pentecostal church. His debut album, Brown Sugar, was released in 1995 and sold two million copies on the string of hits like Lady and Crushing. His suggested video for the single on top of his 1999 Sama LP Food featured the singer seemingly naked, making D'Angelo a relevant sex symbol. He collaborated with Lauryn Hill, Common, The Roots. After more than 10 years of new music, D'Angelo returned to the scene in 2014, releasing his third studio album, Black Messiah, to a critical acclaim. So we don't, they don't know, we'll, ha we'll have that completely announced. I hope we have that announced very soon. I am ready to... I'm anxious to see that absolutely come in in the full tuition. So let's next thing. Now, now next thing I want to next thing I want to bring everyone to talk about is the Minnesota Wild. Now we got some updates coming up now. So now we got we got. Um, games coming up here. So we play. We play tomorrow. The Kings, the Ducks, for two games. We haven't played since February second. So we'll play tomorrow night. So that's that's gonna be. So that's basically ready to see everything in place. So, so that's going to be something we need to watch. So I hope we can get back on track for our playoff position. So that's what I wanted to see coming up involved in with the Wild. So that's okay. So that's right. Nelson that schedule. So let's see. So we So I'm I am so So, so let's see Let's see what else. What else is? Oh, I got one right here. I got one right here, I think. This will be a great thing to talk about right now in baseball. So I got, I think I got one right here. So, 
So we got we got to talk about some some of the key players coming up for 2021. Some t um some players on the rise for Major League Baseball. So we're gonna talk about this right now. So I'm gonna read this paragraph here. So hold thing. It's time for the most underrated baseball comedy of the year, the 2021 all underrated team. But what does that mean to be underrated? In years past, we fill out this team with guys who have never been in the all Major League Final and nine-figure contract of along our qualification this year because life is this complicated enough. We're going to make it simple. The 2021 team is compressed with players who do not land on Major League Baseball's top that were top players right now at this particular position. You can find the designated hitter is not one of the position field. Okay. We're living the players at least play two years service so they have some time to establish themselves. Okay, so we're gonna have some good things. Let's talk about this. Kester, Christian Vakus. Vakus is an all underrated backstop in back to back years. He earned the procedures honor with a solid two point seventy eight, three point twenty seven and four seventy over the past two seasons. Ranking eight other mom catches with at least a thousand innings in defense, runs saved, six, third in framing runs, and third in fan grabs winning the ball replacement. So then they also have first place Brandon Belt. So his 5.1 slugging percentage. So that's really good. He's really good on that. So he's going to be really big. Brandon with San Francisco is going to be really good this year. So, David Flesher from the Angels of the I mean, the Fletcher will cut the small. So, he, uh, over the past two years, he has a 3.56 on base percentage, his 9.1% contact rate, and 3.2%. And yes, it's going to be really good. That's really good hitting. So, so Paul DeLang, St. Louis. So, Short stop, so he's actually going to be, he was Rookie of the Year, 2017. So we're going to watch him on the, see the highlights in games. We'll see what he can do. Raphael Devers, so that's going to be a big one. So I think he's one that's going to be good. So he has offense at 7.3, oops. Then he has, then he has 14 area, 4 and was alarming. So so he's actually somebody where he's only twenty four. So he's very young, so I feel like that that's gonna be really big on him this year. So that's second bit. Okay, Adam Duvall, Miami, he will also be good. So defensive runs all oh, 26 homers, 310 at-bats. Very good for an underrated player. So that's good. Aaron Hicks. He's he's going to have some good hitting. Center field, he'll get some good catches. Center field, he's four from all the best. With 900 play appearances, good. Nick Casseroles, he's actually good. So they're looking at his slugging average over the past five years. So, so that's actually looking really good. So if you 
and you'll go through, we'll go through all this, read through all this, so it's going to be really good. So, German, Moscow is Colorado, so, he he's all-star. Was a silver slugger in 2018. 14 pitchers. So, oh, but if he can do well and keep the games going, I think Rockies have a potential candidate this year. So, you got to understand that's really going to be big on him. So, I like that. So, so Lucky Day just released his new album, Tale for Two. So, just go ahead and check out his uh, check out. He's facing. Uh, he's featuring Elena, Ari Lennon, George Ritz. Check his songs out if you want. Get some good music from him. So that's why. So that's it. What else do you think I can talk about? Well, I just wanted to make it very, very brief and brief on you on everything that I think I covered tonight. So, well, I that's all I got for y'all, okay? Have a great night. Let's make this thing so good.